You know it's good when you stay up till 4 a.m. Hey, you're listening to the Authentic Alicia Pod. I'm your host. You can call me A for short. This episode is inspired by season two of Your Honor. Can you believe I was up until 4 a.m. watching this series? I looked and I said, wait, hold up, 4 a.m. and I got three episodes to go? No, 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 no. I binge watched the rest of it the next day and I have to say... If you have not seen Your Honor, you need to watch it. Hit pause on this pod, go and watch it. Whether you're partway, midway, just starting season one today, I don't want to spoil it for you. There are too many plot twists. Go watch it and come back to this. For the three of you who are still here, I don't know anyone in real life who's watched this show. I'm going to tell everyone after I'm done recording. I have so much to share that applies to your authentic journey from this show. I I don't even know how we're going to get it all in this episode. So the biggest thing that is so eminent and so present is this idea of every action has a reaction. You can see it from season one, episode one, when Adam commits a hit and run and kills Rocco. From that moment to this series finale, everything that Adam does has an impact and influence on the main characters. That is one way of looking at our lives. We do things and we think that it's insignificant or it doesn't impact anyone. But a lot of times, it's actually quite the opposite. The smallest thing can have a huge impact on somebody else. It could be being upset at the barista and that cascades into something else. Life, after all, is a domino effect. And we never know when we have an action how that reaction is going to change the trajectory of somebody else's life. And even if we take others out of it, when you look at your life, How often do you actually reflect on how your ability to perceive, be aware, conscientious of where you at, whether you physically are being conscientious of the space you're taking up or how you're presenting yourself? How often are you aware of that? How does that lend into who you want to be? A lot of times we look back at our lives and we weren't as present or as full as we felt we should have shown up as. Perhaps that's since you weren't present and aware of where you were at in that moment. You can tell I really got into the storytelling with this show. I never really binge like that. After the way season one ended, I said, karma is king. I don't even know if karma exists in real life. I haven't seen it in mind and I mind the business that pays me. So I don't know about other people's lives. In the show though, they really exemplified the significance of things coming around. It is not by chance, it is great storytelling that Kofi's little brother, Eugene, tries to kick Carlos who killed Kofi, but instead kills Adam, who technically was the reason why everything happened. Nah, if it wasn't for Adam's dad, Michael Desiato, everyone's life would have been changed, but not in that way. This goes back to the first theme that we discussed, which everything has a reaction. Because of what Eugene did, he had to flee, and that had an impact on his new auntie, and then that had an impact on the Desire Gang, and we can get into that in maybe a part two. I don't want to do too much in this one. There is something so gratifying, so satisfying, of seeing karma play out. Karma doesn't always have to be this negative thing or you got what was coming. It's literally just the cycle of events coming back to this idea of actions having a reaction. It's the balance of it all. We don't have to be in a state of negativity when it comes to karma. It can be this healthy relationship of being aware 
that if I do this, this might happen and this might be good or this might not be good. This too can help us be more conscious of the idea of moving towards fear, desire, whether we're attracted towards or averting from something. Karma and physics aside, there's something to be said about going with the intentionality of an outcome. We know that Michael Desiato meant well by trying to protect his son, but he also knew better. He was a judge and every time he interacts with someone, they rave about how he either let people get off scot-free or he didn't do what other judges would do as far as giving hard sentencing or people thanked him for seeing beyond the crime and seeing them as a person. That was the type of judge he was. And if he was a better judge of character and wasn't clouded by being a father, which I'm not a parent, I can't speak to that. But as far as this show goes and storytelling is, there's a cautionary tale in compensating your character for a circumstance. I mean, Jimmy did admit that if Adam turned in that day, he would have killed him with his bare hands. But if you look at the end and the outcome, was Adam's life any more important than Kofi or Eugene's three siblings and his mom? or the countless other people that died based on the desire versus Baxter battle. And while we're on that, let's talk about society a little bit. There is an illusion there when it comes to the Baxters looking over their balcony of their illustrious hotel to the rundown, I won't call it a speakeasy, but it was giving like a jazz bar type of vibe, the place that desire bought out. I love the story behind why Big Mo bought the bar. It's not just for her fiance. It was more because her dad wasn't allowed to enjoy himself there. Pulling into the history of the South and Louisiana and how this woman, maybe by illicit means, was able to buy something that her dad couldn't even dream of occupying in the past. Do I agree with that? Not necessarily, because there's a big undercurrent of the ends do not justify the means in every regard when it comes to every single character in this show. There's still an illustration, though, of how we will look down on one type of crime or one type of class or one type of person, but then adhere different qualities to another. I love how Gina's dad constantly reminded Jimmy that he is no better. He thinks he's better because of the way he presents himself and he tries to be clean even though his money comes from illicit origins. There's a humbling there where sometimes we look at someone and it's aspirational, but we don't know how they got there and we don't know what they did to get there and we don't know what they're doing to maintain it. And there's a humbling moment in realizing that your journey is yours and yours alone and only you can write the story to say which way it's gonna be for you. Is it gonna be a rags to riches? Is it gonna be I got a seed fund of 100K and I made it into a million? You know, a lot of times when it comes to wealth, regular regular people like me and maybe you if you're not wealthy will look at these people and be like oh it was easy or they had this we can't see the other things that come with that lifestyle the same way they can't fully see nor do they want to see the struggles that come with being regular regular schmegular i felt like desire was no better than baxter family and the baxter family was no better than desire but some people would look at that and say you know at least jimmy's trying he might have gotten the money from bad means but he means well last out of many maybe we'll do a part two let me know is the idea of i wanted to say legacy but i'm going to leave that one alone more so 
becoming a new sense of yourself. The way they wrapped up this season or even maybe series was this evolution of every single character. You see Carlo taking his tie off to kind of be the man that doesn't take directions like his dad said. You see Gina wearing that really nice coat. I don't know where she's going because the mom not gonna let her be the front of everything, but hey. You see the Desire Gang reassembling. You see Michael going back to prison. You hear the detective tell Eugene he'll always be Eugene, but he needs to change his name. You hear Leia say she doesn't know what she's gonna do now that she's not representing him. There is so many transitional moments and we have that moment at any moment in our lives to decide, hey, we're not gonna be that person anymore. Hey, it no longer serves us. And that is okay. And we can choose to keep the qualities that we love about ourselves and slowly shed the ones we don't. So that's all I'm gonna share for today. If you want a part two, or if you want me to add more themes to a future episode, let me know. And until next week, stay blessed, stay authentic.